Welcome to the Anchored Voice. This is a podcast helping men to anchor life. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Tu. Welcome to the program. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Anchored Voice live podcast, and I am live with my brothers from a different mother. Uh, let's see, the professor, Gary Graham, the pastor, entrepreneur, Pastor Paul Graham. I'm your host, Dr. Phil, too. What's up, yes. everybody? Hey, what's Phil. Up, Thanks for having us, man. Hey man, thanks for being on this broadcast, man. We uh, this is somebody need to call get on. What's that? <laughs> somebody better call Pat tell him to get on. Yo, just send him a link. Listen, man. I'm, I'm we, excited, man. We I'm maybe about next time, man. Um, you know, you know that we, whatever. We we want Pat on this program. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we want him on. All right, so we're gonna share this uh, broadcast over. Uh, man, we're so excited that you guys are on. This is the Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. And uh, this is the point where we come and we talk to uh, men on a podcast. And, uh, you know, we just get our views on how we can help through this time. Now, the subject that I'm going on right now is really how to get peace of mind. And that's, that's the critical mindset, how to get peace of mind, especially uh, in this time, in this craziness. Um, you know, Gary, you know, you, you've been dealing with a lot of cases during this time. How have people been reacting to COVID-19, to unemployment? How are people dealing with this right now? Well, the reality is uh, not too good because uh, COVID came on real fast and uh, caught a lot of people unexpected. So um, let's say COVID has caught a lot of uh, people with their heels, on their heels. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are struggling. It, it, it's fact. A lot of people are struggling, especially in the church. It's, it's unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Um, when I when I talk to you, Gary, of course, and respectfully, when you don't really give me names, you just give me cases. I just say it's amazing how people are staying during this time. And right. what's scary, and I'm sure you know this, Doc, that um, people come to you for answers. Maybe because you're a clinician, they come to me for answers. Right. Sometimes we just we just don't got it because we try to deal with it ourselves. Right. You know? Exactly. It, you know? That that's exactly and. Um, Funny thing, Phil, uh, you know, Paul and I could be transparent, but uh, we have to be on our A game so the people that we serve, we give them the right answer. So um, I'll admit that uh, I've been caught a little flat-footed myself, especially the fact that I know public health and I know mental health. So before I could serve... Uh, a friend of mine or any of my client, I have to get my uh, self together. So I've done some things to uh, get peace of mind. And, and, I, and Paul is aware of that also. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely have to struggle to get that peace of mind um, because so much anxiety is going around. And even though, you know, numbers are are better, uh, you know, the nation is getting better. It seems like the news that you're getting still doesn't satisfy your peace of mind. It feels like everybody is confused in leadership. Uh, everybody is, one, you know, saying one thing and then somebody saying another is it time to open? Is it not time to reopen? You know, we're, we're very confused at this point. So um, finding peace of mind is something that somebody has to do themselves. It's not something that is going to come to them. You you have to really produce that peace of mind yourself. And the question is who, who you're relying on for that peace of mind. You know, yeah. you know I, I would say I was talking to someone earlier today and I said, look, man, it, it comes a little bit easier for me because my children are here. Um, so I get to interact. I get to do stuff around the house. But what do you do when you get these calls? Like I had four funerals in 10, in 10 days. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's, that's true, Paul. And, and that's where the, um, the future, uh, traumatic stress syndrome comes into effect. Because uh, Paul, remember the conversation we had the other day and I said to you, um, you know, you've done funerals all your life. What is it? So like when I talked to um, Nilsa, you know, just to see that at the hospital and when I was an administrator, you used to people, maybe two people dying a day, the most, or and now you have nine people dying a day. I believe and, you know, Right. And now Paul is doing more funerals and his funerals has to be abbreviated. So yeah. we were kind of like comparing notes of what's happening. So, um, and you have to be uh, subtle. You have to be um, great to your parishioners and you have to be a source of inspiration. And in the meantime, you know, uh, pastors like yourself come home and is like, or healthcare workers like, man, you're not gonna believe this. They're stacking on top of one of each other. So, so you know, as this is a podcast helping men to anchor life during this time, how does men, how does a man get peace of mind? So I have one um, note I'll share with you and I want you to comment on it. Uh, find a peaceful place. Find a peaceful place. And you can see in the background of this, this is a picture I took of uh, being in Rhode Island, uh, being at yep. a water scene. Yep. And uh, in Rhode Island, I, I find a lot of peaceful places. Okay. I can walk down the street and find a lot of peaceful places. In Maryland, I pretty much have to drive to some spots, but there are, you know, spaces that you can go and find some peaceful places. But uh, as a man, it's it's critical that you find at that place. Now, it could be your man cave. I'm in my man cave right now. Right. Uh, it could be that. You don't want to get stuck there, but you may have to have even the place in the home, especially during quarantine. What do you think? Well, let, let, me, let me share this, man. I, I'm not an abuser, right? And I mean that when I say that I'm not an abuser. Um, I, don't, I don't know for Gary, my brother, to be an abuser, nor you, Phil, to be an abuser. We may be something else, but we ain't abusers. Sure. But you will find that the rate of abuse has gone up. 
in married couples during this time. And um, and a lot of it is that the man cannot find his place during this time, or he may not be equipped to comfort at this time or find him. Another thing that's a little bit scary also is that many men today are also their job. So it's compounded. They're losing their jobs. They find no comfort for their families. Yeah. Um, a lot of times the wife is still working. You understand where I'm coming from? And it puts them in a place where not only am I knocked off the pedestal, but how do I get back up there? And, um, you know, these are some strange times. It's not just about COVID, but this is about um, men being able to find their safe space also. It's a, it's a big deal of finding your safe space. Um, when I when you know when we were just talking a little while, Phil, just going over this, you know, I was going for my walk. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it, you know, it may sound a little pansy. I'm sorry to use those words. It may sound pansy. We're talking about men here. It may sound pansy, but I'm not doing no jog. I'm not doing no brisk walk. I'm taking my. I'm walking. And I'm clearing my head. Um, because it helps. I'm not saying it gets me there, but it helps. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I I uh, concur with Paul. Uh, I go to the beach every day. I uh, drive three miles to um, Orchard Beach and I don't have to run. I don't have to walk. Uh, it has helped me a whole lot. One of the things I like about going to the beach, I like to go there early because I, I don't have to practice social distancing because there's nobody at the beach. And um, I get a chance and there, there are great places here in the Bronx slash Westchester, where you can take a drive. So sometimes I take a drive up uh, Route One. So um, a beautiful place works out, and it, it gets me to go out. So uh, the counterattack to that is I, I do not go out on the weekends because everybody's at the beach on the weekends, no matter how early. So in the middle of the week, I, I take my escape between the hours of six and nine, and then I come and I start doing my work. So I do have my beautiful place. Absolutely. And um, like I said, my my and the reason why this is called the anchored voice is because I like being around water so much. Um, <laughs> and, and so the anchor is the big symbol for me um, in finding my peaceful place. So the anchored voice comes from uh, my moments of solace, my moments of peace, just hanging by the water. As a matter of fact, when I want to put my son to sleep and he's a little restless, I put on those ocean sounds. Yeah. Right? And and that thing knocks him right out. He's like, man, no matter how restless he is, he's like, man, but that's so calming. <laughs> mm -hmm. share, man, I, I, I'm, I'm going to put my pastor's hat on, so to speak. You know, I, I like that mindset of the anchor during these times because the anchor keeps the ship safe while the storm is going. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um. I think a lot of men also, I like what you said, but a lot of men are afraid to talk about finding peace because that's always synonymous with you not being manly. You know what I'm saying? Um, or I'm going for a walk, or I'm going by water, or I'm going for a drive, you know, by the beach and this day and the other. It almost, you know, it almost sounds like, hey, son, I didn't raise you to go for a drive at the beach. You know what I mean? Right. I, didn't, I didn't raise you to sit by still waters. You know what I mean? But, you know, we cannot be ashamed of what brings us peace. Yeah. You know, that brings us peace, man. And um, 
And we're talking about peace that keeps you accountable, peace that you don't have to look over your shoulder, uh, peace that, that's not going to add more stress later on. So I'm not talking about destructive peace. Right. Um, I know a lot of people in the church, out of the church, man, what brings them peace is, you know, you know, the, the we, you know what I'm saying? If it brings you peace, you know, that's between you and God. But I'm simply sharing that even Christian, you got to look over your shoulder. You understand by, what I'm coming By the way, the, your shirt has a green symbol. And I just want to clarify that's that's a man raising his arms, you know, stretching. Yes. Wake, yes. wake, wake up the, the the those spiritual muscles, okay? It's not a um, it it's like not a, the other symbol. It's like the weed symbol. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not CBD symbol. <laughs> uh, I just, just want to make that clear. <laughs> you know, but I, I see how I see what you were doing with that, though. You know, it, it does grab the attention. But uh, yeah, so you know, we want to help men. So I think in the other um, word I'm going to use is exercise. And walking, that's also exercising. Um, even when I'm out doing the lawn, I'm out mowing the lawn, uh, and I'm pushing that thing. That on a hot day, mowing the lawn, <laughs> you you better have some stamina because that thing will wear you out. But once work. you get done, you know that you've exercised. Even doing the things like I painted the house, I got exercise. By painting the house, I lost weight by painting the house. To be honest well, with you, well, uh, you know the great thing: if you move, you're gonna lose some weight, and yeah. uh, instead of being sedentary. So, right. um, you know, every you know, one thing I admired about Paul and uh, Pat's not here, and yourself, and you guys have been transparent. We all could be transparent. The projects that you have done in the house, it's uh, it, it it even supersedes the honey do list. So, uh, you know, my son and I, we have gone into the garage, taken out the clutter. And uh, psychologically, that does a whole lot for you to get a lot of clutter out of yourself and out of your life. Um, another thing that we have done that has increased my exercise or my movement is uh, we have a dog. We have two dogs. We have a pit bull and we have a Sheba. And uh, I'm not traditionally uh, not a dog lover. I've fallen in love with them. Uh, we've gone to the beach, we've gone to walk, and uh, it keeps me in shape. It has put on an extra uh, 4,000 steps on my uh, pedometer. So um, right now, um, and so that, so the exercise has gone up. You know, I have long steps in my home. I go up, up and down 10 times because uh, we're doing laundry. We're putting everything in the right place because eventually COVID is going to end. And eventually... We do not want to get caught flat-footed when it's time to uh, start again. That's so, uh, so you know, here it is. Uh, cleaning and, and decluttering is one thing. Maintaining is another thing. Maintaining the declutter is another thing. Oh, so, man, you're right. I'm telling you. Dr. Phil, you made mention about exercise. Yeah. It makes exercise. So listen, man, that, that's, that's on the same level of, as intimacy. It releases endorphins, man, to exercise. And, you know, that puts you in a calm place. It you does. It, it, it puts you in a calm place. Um, but I find, like, a lot of abuse, you know, and this is not, I, I'm not saying this from my church, or I'm sorry, or, or my churches. I'm not going to say that. But when you read up on these things, it is factual that, that some men, we can't handle how we feel. Like, you know, we may not be 
in total anxiety as maybe children or women may be. But we can't be, men are usually, I don't care white, black, Chinese, I don't care who you are. We're taken back when we cannot fight something we can't see. You understand where I'm coming from? How do I protect my, how do I protect, you know, my, my means, yeah. you know? And it puts us in a place like, man, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Right. So exercise, man. Exercise will do the trick and make no excuses that the uh, that the gyms are closed. You know what I'm saying? Yo, go downstairs, lift the lift, go downstairs, lift the couch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll share a funny um, anecdote. My son loves to see me do push-ups. Wow! I he's he's like five months now, and anytime he sees me doing push-ups, he starts to laugh Sad. and he starts to chuckle. So you know what I start every time he's getting restless, I start doing push-ups. <laughs> you know, uh -oh. I start using that, you know, as an anchor to to start exercising around him. But uh, you know, and of course, eventually I want him to learn that trade too. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, we've got to tell men and really encourage men, this is not a time to be in more abusive relationships. Um, you know, if you find yourself to be the aggressor. Find your peaceful place. Find that exercise that you can do. Um, I just brought home the yoga mat. I brought home that that big ball that you can do your, your, your sit-ups on. I mean, do whatever you have to do. Watch a video of exercising, but you've got to find a healthy way of finding that peace. And it's definitely not against the people that are in the house. Well, you know, what has also happened with COVID is that it has taken away our artificial um, peace. Yep. And our artificial peace was either uh, going to church. Yeah. And when you go to church, people like to dress up. Yep. People like to put on a mask, no pun intended. Right. Uh, they play a role <laughs> in church. The second one is sports. Right. You know, a sports you can always uh, hide, watching the ball game all day. And uh, there's this uh, thing in society that your wife is not going to bother you with a honey-do list if you're watching the Giants playing the Redskins all day. And so what COVID has done is stripped everything down to who you are. So now you can't watch a game. Now you could, you know, after you run your uh, reruns of uh, Magnum P.I. or I Dream of Genie yep. or what have you, that's all over. And you, you, you finish watching Ozark. And there's only so much to do. And it was like, you know what? You still got to take care of yourself. So now you go back to nature and you go back to yourself. So I'm going to add for peace of mind is to listen to your family. Don't let your wife tell you two times what to do. And don't let your kids tell you two times what to do. Even Trey at five months demands something you from you. Demands you do your push-ups. Right. That's right. Trust me. Right. Right. Or, you, you know, you know, your wife uh, gets up. It's like, you know, where are you going? And it's like, wow, what's, uh, I'm going to the beach. Yeah. But uh, take the garbage out now. You know, uh, you know, walk the dog, you know, help fold these laundries, uh, things like that. I got to admit to you, when you're working and your life is moving, uh, those things take second, uh, pr second priority. Now they have become a uh, real priority. Because you have to live in that space more 24 hours a day. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no more. I'm just hanging out with the guys. There's no more. No. Uh, I had to stay late after work. <laughs> you know, like, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, uh, now, pre-COVID, you could be like, yeah, uh, I'm going out to the game with Phil. You know, nobody going to fight you with that. You know, right, right. Or, or I'm in New York. I said, you know, I'm going down this weekend to see my brothers and my mother. You know, nobody's going to fight that. But right now, uh, you know, maybe this form right now is my escape from what I have to do. Hey, I'm on a podcast to... with Phil I'm and Paul. A, I'm on, on a podcast with Phil and Paul right now. I cannot be disturbed. I can't be disturbed. I'm doing right. something. Exactly. Exactly. I'm doing something. Oh, man. And, and I'll tell you what. Where did, where did Gary go? All right. We're going to get Gary back on here. I tell you what, you know, uh, during this time, it's like, um, especially you don't want to get caught looking like you're doing nothing. So you, you got to find productive things because they start looking at you like, uh, all right, what are you doing? Oh, uh, no, no, I got, I, I got this project going on. All right. Right. But you know, you know we got to be very careful of now. Let's be real. We're talking as married guys, right? Seriously. Yeah. And with and with children or family. That's right. About the man who doesn't, you know where I'm coming from? What about the man who doesn't have a child or, you know, or what have you? I was trying to get back in on another and I'm good. <clears throat> um, what do you say about that individual who is struggling being by themselves? And sometimes, you know, when you, when you look at, you check in with your, with your um, with the parishioners, yeah, and you find that some people who have children, some people who have husband and wife, and other, they 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 they're surviving, okay. But it gets kind of dicey when you gotta go home and you're alone. Um, you can't go to work, so you're alone. You done watch all the reruns, you're alone. You know, some people don't do well by themselves. They gotta go to work. They gotta have that regiment. And what do you say right. to a guy that who has that regiment? And then all of a sudden their regiment is stopped. You understand where I'm coming from? They get into a place where man, their their minds are running. They they can they, they can end up developing habits that's not like them. You understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. They, you know, so many things are possible when you're not um, anchoring yourself, so to speak. So many things can happen when you're not um, when you're not being focused. And so I love this because we talk about exercise. Yeah, we got it. Talk about exercise. We talk about finding a, a safe space or a, a quiet space or what have you. But a lot of it also is um, just taking care of responsibilities. You know, just, you know, like Gary said, you know, wife comes to take out the garbage. Don't let them have to tell you twice. But when you're by yourself, you know, find something that you're responsible for even by yourself. You know, make yourself. I, I think you mentioned this word here is find a hobby. Yes, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. Find a hobby, man. Find a hobby. My dad always tells me, man, yo, my, 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 my son, you need a hobby. But my dad tells me that because he doesn't want me to go off base concerning walking away from family, cheating. I'm just being straight with you. My, my dad talks to me about these stuff. And he's like, yo, listen, we're men, right? Find a hobby. <laughs> you know? Find something that interests you. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and and don't expect for it for your girlfriend or your wife or your kids to be interested in what you're interested in. That's true. You know, it's gotta be about what you're interested in, what makes you happy at the end of the day. Yo, gee, I got I got a funny one for you, right? Yeah. My daughter, my daughter is driving me 
my parents' house this this, this afternoon. And she says, look, Dad, good to get this, Gary. Look, Dad, them people are flying a kite. What's that, G? Yeah, that was your thing in, uh, at, at, at Oakwood. That's, Paul was the kite flyer. I thought about you because I went to Orchard Beach and there were some people flying kites <laughs> in the parking lot. Oh, man. So, yeah. I told my daughter, man, that was like me flying. I used to get out there, man, and I used to fly a kite, man, just me and myself. And, and let me tell you something. It's hard to find open areas in Maryland sometimes, but you got to find an open spot. You have to. Like, and yo, when it drop, it drop, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. It is peaceful. Flying kites is peaceful. And so that could be another hobby right then and there. I'm just well, sharing you know, that. Yeah. A, a, another hobby could be just finding something you've never done before. Fix something that you've never fixed before. Um, and I'll tell you something simple as this. Uh, my, my mother bought my daughter a puzzle. Uh, one of them like thousand pieces puzzle. And so she started it, but she was like, oh, can you help me? I'm like, okay. But then she leaves the puzzle and I can't just leave it there. So I find myself like for 24 hours <laughs> working on this puzzle. Cause that's just how we're built. We're like, I can't leave this here like that. I gotta put this puzzle together. So, yeah, you know, yeah. we start to learn like, you know, I'm at Lowe's a lot, you know, getting things back and forth in and out. Um, you know, just, oh man, I forgot something, you know, maybe we forget something at, at Lowe's because we want to return. We want an excuse to go back. Cause you know, after a while, <laughs> our wives start catching up to us and be like, oh, I know what you're doing now. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got to go back to Lowe's. I've always go said, ahead. um, me and my Lowe's credit card has an abusive relationship right now. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> it keeps going back on there. Listen, man, we don't got credit cards anymore, right? Seriously, we don't got credit cards anymore. But I do have a a, a Home Depot credit card. Yeah, and I don't I don't use it at all. But I know that I feel like, man, sometimes I just want to go in there and be like, I want carpet for that room. I want so and so and so and so. Because yeah. another thing about men, honestly, is that we also want to be in a comfortable space. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, um, once everyone's cool then I want to be in a comfortable space. I want to share something with y'all. Not everyone, not every man who's married or any, every man who has a, who has a, a, a girlfriend either um, has individuals in their lives where they let, let, when they leave them alone. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Um, some, yeah, some women have to know when to back off. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, like my kids know, I kid you not, my kids know that when I come home and I get kettle chips, right? I get um, kettle chips, a Snicker bar with the two in there, right? And the leaf, what do you call leaf? Um, the the uh, leaf drink. Um, yeah, yeah. What what kind of leaf drink you, you you're talking about, man? Leaf, man. I, I, I need you to get focused leaf. on pure leaf, pure leaf. Purely. Oh, purely. Yes, yes, yes. When they see that I bring that home, they know, number one, dad's about to watch something. Because I just started watching TV. Dad's about to watch something. He's going to be in his room. He's going to put his foot up. He doesn't want to be bothered unless we're watching TV with him. You understand where I'm coming from? I'm talking Sorry. about because like, I watch what they watch, If you know, lately. Um, I'm just sharing with you, man, that 
a hobby is also so it also has to be done in a place where people are not judging you about your hobby. They're not judging you about mm -hmm. your you know. Well, you know, a, a lot of our hobbies are uh based on what we were doing before. You know, um you know, there's a lot of journaling that's going on with me now. Uh, I write down things and I look into things and I try to see things on a different perspective. Um, like, uh, and, you know, I write a lot. I follow a lot of things that's going on. Um, a lot of things has happened. A lot of relationships has butted out, uh, has butted through this relationship. You know, the anchor, uh, this podcast has been born. Uh, there's a lot of podcasts that has been born. I'm going to uh, give two shout outs. Um, you know, uh, Adventist Mingle um, has uh, sprung up in its own way. Uh, that's Paul's. Uh, Dwayne Esmond's Red Door Reads has uh, sprung up right. and has, uh, has done well. Even my platform at Boss Move has uh, increased uh, significantly because a lot of people are spending time online. And, uh, you know, is this a hobby or have this come into a place where we become a better person? Because uh, no matter how you look at it, uh, you know, we're going to come out of here a changed person. Are you going to become a better person or a worse person? There's not going to be a stagnant person. Nobody's going to be the same. Nobody. The scariest thing, I was just about to say, about to cut you off and I'm sorry. Scariest thing, if you come out of this the same, Right, that's the worst. And you know, the Bible. Listen, the Bible talks about the Lord coming in and sweeping a house. Right, and this is what's happening. Uh, figuratively, this is what's happening. The Lord is sweeping the house. I know there's a lot of deaths and a lot of people are sick. Sure. I get that. It's terrible. This is terrible. Okay, but the fact of the matter is, it's like he's sweeping the house. The word says, right, that. It is what Jesus says. It is worse when you sweep the house and leave it open. Yep. Am I right, Doc? You're right. He says that if you leave it open and don't replace it with something that's good. Yeah. Find exercise. Find that that sweet spot that that as as Doc talked about. Then he says that demons are going to occupy the place even more than it was before. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Wow. You know, Paul, it's it's so funny that you it's just so funny that you said that because one of the words that I'm looking at uh uh COVID is uh what is your equity with Christ? And what is your equity with uh your relationships with people? So uh when I went through my issue with uh Nilsa and Tony being sick and I was crying out and I was praying. And uh, you guys know this, no matter how good of a friend Phil is, Dr. Phil is, and no matter how close of a brother you are, who are very much pastors, it didn't help. I had to find, I had to find out with myself, what was my equity with my savior when mm. I prayed? Come on. And I found out that my equity and what I had in my gas tank was not comparable to what I wanted to put out and ask. So my, my, right. So any relationship you have with equity. So now I understand what is grace and mercy. 
when I know for a fact COVID could have taken away my wife and my son. And uh, wherein that now when I approach something, I approach something on a, a different level. I just can't have devotion the same way I can. I just cannot pray the same way I can. And it's important that my wife and my son and my uh, friends and my new friends, because I picked up some new friends, see me in a different way. And I've counseled and done therapy in a different way. I've become more compassionate. I've become more understanding because I've been hurt too. Well, I tell you what, G, you know, it always, Speak on it. You know, I was talking to Phil the other day about his pops. Here it is that he, he again, you have to take care of home. You got to take care of work. You got to take care of children. You have to take care of wife. Because I don't, I didn't say home, I meaning wife and children. I meant house. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. You got to take care of house. You got to take care of home. You got to take care of children. You, oh, you understand where I'm coming from? You got to take care of work. Okay. But then on the other hand, you got an ailing, you got an ailing family member. Okay. So here it is that, you know, you're, you're now you're, you're carrying everything, you know, and not everybody understands that. You understand where I'm coming from? Not everyone gets that. People that you work with will say, I'll pray for you, but they don't get that. Right. 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 Is that I remember calling you and was like, yo, man, I'm feeling down, man. I didn't know that you were going through this, you know, the way you were going through it. And you were like, you know what, man, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. But, but it's not about just making it here. You're saying, I don't know if Gary's not there, but here you, you, you're saying is that as a man, sometimes, and I know you, I know that you're going to say about friends. I know you that Phil, about friends, but sometimes you got to handle this thing on your own. Yep. You got to carry that weight on your own. Yeah. It's, it's not everything your wife is going to be, be like yo i'm with you but sometimes things happen and, and and you expect for your wife to be with you something she's not meant to be with you and you can't be you can't feel like oh come on you know where i'm coming from so finding peace of mind sometimes is recognizing that you're doing this thing on your own doc you're by yourself you're by oh, yourself oh yeah 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 i i and let me speak on that i mean uh there there are moments where you have to get up earlier than everybody else um, and sometimes you're right. going to bed later than everybody else because you have something to focus on more than everybody around you. Okay, let everybody go to bed or let everybody sleep in. Go to your peaceful place and, yes. and pray and, and talk to God yourself. So, because so you're right. That's, that's let me cut you off there. Your peaceful yeah. place is not having breakfast by yourself, right? right. Your peaceful face is not calling your boy. You know right. what I mean? Your peaceful place is not trying to catch the news before everybody wakes up or go late at night. Your peaceful yep. place is in quiet and in devotion. And you need to have an open dialogue with the king and the person who's in this earth. Because at Absolutely. the end of the day, what is happening with COVID is that in public health, we have all of these uh, data, you know, people over 65 gets it more than the other person. You know, we found out in, I'm, I'm gonna say this place in, uh, in, we found out in New York City that Starrett City has the most COVID uh, cases and the most people dying in New York City. 
and you know, uh, you guys know where Star City is. <clears throat> so all of that doesn't matter. Yeah. Because when death comes, you know, at least before COVID came, you could kind of predict death. Well, that dude got cancer. That dude had high blood pressure. He had it coming anyway. You walk in one day, I spoke to one of my clients today. One day he had there and the next 10 days he was gone. So, you know, this has put a lot of things in perspective. So one of my things that um, I like to make sure that a lot of people know from a mental health standpoint and therapist point of view is that we need to keep on our toes just because they're opening up. Don't fall back. Take the good out of this and keep it moving. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, don't rush back to anything because the people who are rushing back, they're going to be taken care of. The people who can't rush back, you got to take care of yourself. So if you got to quarantine and isolate for a amount of time and quarantine and isolate a little longer so you could get your head together, especially with Christ and to be prepared, uh, then you need to do that. That's true. Doc, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm, and this is from a preacher's point of view. Hold on, Paul. You got to say that again. Uh, bring your audio back in. We're going to have to bring your audio back in. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, I, you know, the phone rang. So I apologize. You know, my phone is crazy. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to share as a, as a pastor is that I like what you said, Gary, concerning finding that, that, that time with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? That quiet space with the Lord. I declare. I, and maybe I'm not talking about that. Time. You know, maybe I'm talking about that time where you find solitude by yourself, with yourself, for yourself. Not in devotion. Not in, you know, just simply meditating on life. Um, I think that we as Christians have a problem with meditation. We think that it's transcendental, or we think that it's some other religion, but the Bible talks about meditation. And I oh, love yeah. what you said, Gary. I believe in reading, I believe in uh, devoting time with God, praying in the whole nine. Sometimes, you know, sometimes the Bible tells us to be still, you know, mm. just be still. That's so, true. Just be still, you know. Um, um, I have this living room, and I hate to, I'm not trying to act like a big shot or anything like that, because I've seen houses larger than mine. I've seen houses larger than mine like Phil's, right? What I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is I got a I got a living room that everybody watches TV in and the whole nine and blah blah blah, whatever. But then I got a sitting room where the piano is. And I'm like, how come I never sit here and just chill? How come I just don't sit here and just chill? No answering the phones. Leave me alone, not watching TV, just on so whatever, just chilling. Maybe that time reading a book, a novel, not even a magazine, you know, listening to music, something. But I just think that one of the craziest things that we do is that we don't recognize how much our minds need peace. You know, you understand where I'm coming from. And as preachers, sometimes, sometimes when we go into the word and this, that, and the other, it almost pushes us to. Or I can use this as my next sermon. 
or I can use it as so-and-so, whatever. And God is even saying, yo, don't be so heavenly minded that you're messed up down here. Sit back, relax, meditate on my goodness. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I'll take it from there for peace of mind. I know that may sound a bit off, but. I, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna sponsor this book for uh, today's session. Um, there's a book called Willie's Boys. Uh, I picked up, and uh, from the Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, talking about Willie Mays. So you're right. This is a book I'm definitely just gonna sit down and get into at some point. Get up in the morning and just read. Now I do my devotions, but I also want to just finish a book that has nothing to do with my preaching. Just just something to do with my peace of mind. Just, you know, because I like listening. I have Audible. I like listening to books. So while I'm doing a project or driving or uh, washing dishes, whatever that is, I like to play a book by Audible. I just finished a book called The Power of Broke uh, by Damon John. Oh, man. Love him. Great author. Powerful book. Yeah. Uh, the Power of Broke. And it got me. I'm like, there's some things I need to get done. I need to do right. And so, um, but I appreciate you guys being on this podcast with me. And um, we we want men to be able to find encouragement here. Uh, we want to be that anchor for you, to help you anchor through life. What does the anchor mean? I'll repeat it again. It helps you stay stable, even though the currents around you are moving. It helps you stay where you need to be. And, and that's why the anchored voice is that we are stable. We, we want to keep that same message, no matter how times and the atmosphere is changing around us. I remember when I first started this podcast, it was the same week that Kobe died. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can go back to one of my first podcasts and it's about Kobe. And, um, that, that'd be episode two, but, um, it was around that time that I started so I can bring uh, an anchored voice to the times because it really shook the world when Kobe died. And this is right before COVID. Now, yeah. uh, we started to hear rumblings about COVID, about coronavirus. We started seeing the jokes about Lysol can saying uh, coronavirus on it. You know, like, man, this thing has been around for a minute, yet we didn't know it. But the, the time has changed. The current has changed. And and now we're here dealing with that. Uh, shout out to uh, Chaplain Al Johnson. All right, watching. Oh. And uh, that's our that's our chaplain right there. That's our brother. Yeah. Uh, right there. And so this podcast, everybody, we, we just want you to uh, be encouraged through this time. Find your peace. Uh, and some ladies are watching this as well. So thank you for watching. Thank you for your comments. Um, we want you to understand us in, in a different light. So when you hear us talking as men, you'll get a better understanding. So you'll, you'll hear this podcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube. Please Everywhere. subscribe to our channel uh, on YouTube. You all can, of us got a um, channel. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. Boss Moves, uh, Advent Mingle, uh, Full Circle Ministries. Uh, we want you to uh, support all of it. Please uh, like our pages, go to Instagram, um, follow us, and we will be bringing some more uh, information as we bring this podcast. Uh, let me just give you a few last words. Um, 
Gary, as you've been in counsel counseling, you have been a virtual counselor. Um, we want to make sure that people know where to find you as well. But uh, tell me any last words you want to say from your professional perspective. Look, uh, you necessarily don't have to come to me. I am a counselor and a therapist. If you want service, you could find me and you could uh, find me at Gary A. Graham at AOL.com. Or you could find me on IG or LinkedIn, Gary Graham or G. Anthony Graham. We're starting virtual groups as of June, group counseling for men, group counseling for parents, and uh, grief counseling. So uh, you'll see on my platforms there. If you can't get me, there are people in the areas. You look them up. If you hit me up, I'll put you on to them because uh, you have to be combatable. And once again, Phil, thank you for the opportunity. Good to see your face. And uh, it's good to see you, Paul. Always good to see you. You know, I love you both. Sure. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Boss Moves, check him out on Facebook as well. So, um, get, uh, Paul, you want to say any extra words? No, oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited about what you're doing. Uh, I think it's important for everyone to be expert, not just women, but, but be men. And um, I, I just pray that we just begin to use these as um you know as help strongholds i think that's as help for strongholds um um for me i'm full circle ministries you can download my app on all platforms full circle ministries and um every morning we get up for bible boot camp that's what it's about and stretch and, those straps <laughs> and uh, it's all about just blessed and i'm blessed today to be a part of this and i'm, I'm grateful thank you so much for or you know, allowing me to be here because it really helps me to recognize some of these points. Sometimes we talk about it, but we're not about it. But some of these points in itself. So I, I, I'm grateful for being anchored today. That's true. Good, good. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for watching. And uh, later on at this weekend, you'll find this podcast on the uh, on all the uh, digital podcast platforms. Uh, you'll find it this weekend. I usually do the uh, podcast every Tuesday, but then I upload them for the weekend. Uh, so you can see the po past podcast. I even have one with my father on wow. there and um, wanted to make sure, you know, while he's in good health, was able to give uh, some wisdom there. So you can check out that one. You can check out uh, other guests. Gary and I have another podcast on there. Uh, you'll find us on YouTube. You can see this on YouTube even right now. You can see this on Facebook, on McGuire <coughs> Entertainment Group page. And uh, we thank you, everybody, for joining our program. This is the Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Anchored Voice. For the video edition of this, subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire ENTV, for audio. Listen on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. Until next time, stay anchored.